welcome to Conversations with Crystal. I am your hostess, Crystal. Thank you for joining us. And this evening I have the most wonderful guest and her name is Nerelita and she's from the Mezcaltones. Good evening, Nerelita. Thank you so much for joining me this evening and how are you today? Crystal, I couldn't be better and it's all the better for speaking with you. Thank you so very much for having me. Oh, you're very, very welcome. Now, you guys have just kind of burst onto the scene for me. I saw you guys come up on Facebook and I went, oh, my God, who are the? Who is this group? Because your group is called the Mezcaltones, Mezcaltones. Yeah. And it looks to me like it's a mix of... Um, uh, the old west. Yeah, a bit of it. It's like it's 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 sort of like we go by the brand of old country with a Tarantino twist. Now you've you've seen the band. It's very theatrical because um, we try to keep the audience engaged. We try to keep ourselves engaged. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So we have Mimi doing crazy antics. Um, there's a little bit of surf guitar thrown in there as well, which, you know, it's it's sort of music that you would find in a Tarantino um, movie. So it's a, bit, it's a bit of an eclectic mix. Oh, so, look. But, but it seems to work. People seem to like us. And I, and I think because, you know, there's... It's, it's quite an exciting band to watch. Yes. So, oh, so yeah. That's, that's what I thought. I thought, oh, my goodness, this is just fantastic. <laughs> now, who's, oh, thank you. whose brainchild was it? Well, Crystal, I must say it was mine. <laughs> <laughs> One for the girl power. I love it. <laughs> well, totally. I was um, – I hadn't played for a few years, maybe, I don't know, four or five years. I used to play in an old country band. Mm-hmm. Um before the Mezcal Tones. And anyway, I hadn't played for a while. My husband and I was um, sitting watching the Once Upon a Time in Mexico series by uh, Robert Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and I was listening to the music. The music was super cool. The outfits were super cool. And I just sort of turned to him and I said, oh, how fun would it be to do a, a band sort of like with this vibe going on, you know, these sort of outfits um, you know, playing this type of music and he thought it was the stupidest thing he'd ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And now, of course, he's eating his words. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we decided to give it a go um, and, yeah, it, it seems to be going quite well. I think, like, people either love us or they hate us. Like, people come along and I just look at the looks on their faces and I think, ooh, uh, what have we got here? (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, um, like, if if they manage to get through the first set, by the end of the first set, they absolutely love us. Oh yeah! And, and if it's too much, they and if they leave through the half halfway through the set, well, we're not the band for them. But no. that's fine. That's oh. fine. Everybody has their own taste. And it looks to me like you guys have such fun. Oh look, we do have fun. It is a fun band to play with. You know, um, Mimi, the dancer, our beautiful, gorgeous dancer slash percussionist, mm-hmm. is so much fun to work with. Um, she's very silly on stage. We're all really silly on stage, and like, you know, we do these um, Blues Brothers moves, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you know, to yeah. entertain ourselves. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, what, what? 
what next can we come up with that is really silly and corny? But, um, yeah, it seems to work and, um, yeah. Yeah, I... I can't say it enough. I think is it just absolutely fabulous. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now, thank where you. where did you uh, get all your players from? Were they people that you already knew, or? Yeah, well, um, my husband is the lead singer, and um, I've never worked with him in a band before. We've been together like um, thirty years, and we've both played in our own bands. But sometimes it's it's not a great mix working with your spouse in a band. But anyway, we we thought, you know what, we'll give it a whirl. We're a little bit older now, a little bit more mature, and <laughs> yeah, and and he knows who who the boss is. <laughs> You so know what? Really That's exactly well. right. <laughs> <laughs> so it works really, really, really well. Yeah. Um, Mimi, um, our beautiful dancer slash percussionist, um, uh, she used to work with me and I heard on the grapevine that she was a dancer. Mm-hmm. And um, I, uh, I approached her and I said, uh, would you be interested in dancing for a band? And I heard she'd done a little bit of singing. And then she hadn't played percussion before, but she sort of like uh, picked that up really quickly. And that's how how Mimi became involved. Mm-hmm. The drum the drummer is my brother in law. Um, so I've played in a band with him before um, previously. The the bass player. Um, uh, uh, both Cole and I have played with him in previous bands. And the guitarist, we advertised for him on Gumtree. So we just put in this really sort of crazy ad, like if you like lots of tremolo, uh, reverb and like wearing cowboy shirts and cowboy hats for- Give us a ring. That is a fabulous ad. That is, that has to be the best ad I've ever heard in my life. And but how's what happened? So a mate of his showed him the ad as a joke and said, "Oh yeah, here's a band for you, Shango." And, <laughs> and Shango liked the look of it, and he rang me. Oh, that's and it's all clicked from the first from first rehearsal. Yeah, uh, we did try out a couple of other guitar players, but they um, didn't work, mm. but uh, work out. Oh, and originally, sorry, we had a female bass guitarist. So the, the original lineup was three women, three men, mm. um, but Steph went off and had babies. Luke came in and filled in for her on maternity leave. She came back after having her bubba and then... And then she left and had another bubble and didn't come back. It was a bit too much oh, for her. Oh, yeah, that would be a little bit much. Yeah, but that was the original lineup. We had um, Steph on bass, uh, me on rhythm and Mimi on dance percussionist and then the boys. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, is so you play rhythm guitar. Yeah. When did you first learn guitar? Was that a passion from early age or did you just come around to it? How did that yeah. form? Look, I started, I started having lessons at nine um, and I was playing in bands at 13. So I used Fabulous. to play in a yeah, I used to play in a band with my sister. Um, she was on bass. I was on guitar. And, this, and we'd have to work out, 
that there was no um, internet where you could just look up the tabs for music. No. We had to listen to the music and work it all out, work out all the lyrics, work out all the music. So it was so different to now. Everybody's got it so easy. Oh, we do. And, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and I'm from Tasmania and we used to um, – we used to play, we had a residency at the Tamahir Hotel in Devonport every Friday night. We were a three-piece band. Awesome. My, sis, my sister and I, and we had um, Mike, a guy called Mike on drums. And, um, yeah, I did that for a few years and then I went off and studied and then I didn't play for a few years. And then I moved to Sydney and um, somebody heard that I could play guitar and suggested that I get in a band with them. So I started playing again. Oh, that's fabulous. And is uh, guitar the only instrument that you play? I've played bass in a band before and in um, Tassie I taught myself how to play banjo. Sounds very deliverance, doesn't it? Well, it does, you know what? Banjos are very understated and I've got one and I think that's just got something. Oh, Not sure what, I, but it's got something. Oh, it's just like the um, the picking, the bluegrass doll is, yes. is really cool, I think. It really is. Cool. I love it and too. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if I could play that now, but, um, yeah, I did sort of manage to play that quite well with that anyway. Oh, that's, that's been good. a while. And, and do you sing as well in this band, Yes. Uh, yes, I do. So I sing um, a couple of lead vocals, but mainly um, just playing rhythm and doing backups because I used to front bands and it's just it's too much hard work. <laughs> <laughs> Love, I just want to like, you know, I just want to hang back and like do cool dance moves with my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a lot of fun. A lot and of fun. it's just, yeah, it's too much pressure being the front person. Yeah. So this band and the last band, I wasn't the front person, but all the other bands I've been in, I've been front person plus um, guitarist. Right. So. so now in this band, the Mezcal Tones, yeah. do you guys write your own music or where, who does yeah. that? Yeah, we do. Um, so basically, uh, we've just released our fourth album this year, which is called Agave Soiree. Um, and I think there are about nine tracks on there and eight of them are original. Uh, the other, the, the cover that we've done is um, a track by Willie Nelson and Ray Charles. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so... Four albums. The first album, I think, was half, half, half originals, half covers. Mm-hmm. And then it's got more and more originals as, as for the, each album after that. So who is the writer? Is it you or your husband? Do you guys all collaborate as a, as a unit? Yes. What, what usually happens is my husband will come up with an idea um, and he will run a run it with Shango, our guitarist, and and they'll come up, they'll come up with a song format, and then and then bring it to the band, and then we sort of fine tune it. Oh, so that's it is cool. A, it is it is a collaborative process. So. Right now, the latest album that's come out, where can people source that from? Okay, so you can buy it online on our website. Um, it's also available on if you want a digital version. Uh, it's also uh, available on Apple, iTunes, um, 
Apple, uh, where else? <laughs> oh, yeah, Spotify probably. <laughs> oh, well, I know it's on Spotify, but yep. that one's free. We don't advertise that one, love. Only the ones where they no, can no, buy No, no, where they're going to buy it. That's right. Now, at your gigs, do yeah. you have like merch that people can buy? Yeah, totally. So we've got heaps of merch. We've got um, all that. We always take a suitcase full of albums. We've got trucker caps. We've got T-shirts. We've got bandanas. Um, and we've got patches and, um, we're about to do another merch, um, run for Tamworth because we've got eight shows booked at Tamworth in January and we're doing, um, hand fans, which always go really, really well well yeah in the in the heat you know oh, what I mean? gosh yes you just took that question out of my mouth which was are you guys going to tamworth so the answer <laughs> to that is yes so yeah, so we played um we played there this year and before we left town the um general manager came up to me on oh, no, the ceo i think he is came up to me of west diggers and he said are you guys doing anything January, next January? Do you want to come back and play again? And so we were booked virtually straight away. Oh, how fantastic it's, is that? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. So, that is really awesome. So that awesome. was good. Yeah. yeah. So he really, really likes the band. Yeah. I guess because it's so unique, um, it is something really, really different. So. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> In a very, very good way. It kind of reminds me uh, in a way of like a spaghetti western. Well, exactly. And And I just go, that is so cool. Where's Clint Eastwood? (laughs) Well, exactly. And that's what it's about. I don't know. um, uh, We did a short movie called Uno Cerveza. You should check that out online. And that is, there is your spaghetti western. Oh, fantastic. We um, we, um, shot it up at Old Sydney Town. Oh, cool. Cool. So it, it's like set in like the early 1900s and there's a gunfight. Yeah. You've <laughs> got to have a gunfight. Yeah, it's got quite a twist. It's got yeah. quite a twist. And it's only a 10-minute um, um, YouTube video, so you should right. check it out. So uh, what I would like to do when I do the description of this show, I'm going to put in all the links and oh, I will really want the link to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I'll send it through to you. It's amazing. It's really, really good. And, it's, and um, did you guys film it in one go, or was there a process? Uh, no, there was. It was done in several. Sh- uh, it was done over two days. Um, shot over two days, and then we just had a really amazing editor. Oh, there was a cu- there was a couple of other locations as well. So I haven't yeah. seen it for a while. I just remembered there was another location, but it's um yeah, it's really interesting. Speaking of film clips, we're um just about to release our latest film clip, um Fabulous. for motor. It's called Motorcycle Girl Episode Three. So that's a series. We've got the Adventures of Motorcycle Girl. Um, so F, F1 and F2 are out at the moment and, and yeah, F3 is just about to be released as well. And do you know, so, the, do you know the date so, for that? Um, not as yet, not, but it should be before Christmas. Okay, so, cool, cool. But, um, that, that takes, takes the, um, the listener or the viewer on another tangent of the Mescal Tones because yeah. it's like, what are we doing now? We're doing motorcycle girls, but it, it's all, once again, all very, very silly, all very tongue in cheek nothing serious and it's just like us having fun you know what i really think that you guys need to have a movie <laughs> why but it costs a lot of money to make a movie <laughs> 
Yes, but I think you've got something. You have an idea there that nobody else has got. Yeah. And uh, I think you need to, like, look into approaching somebody to do that. Yeah. I, I think that would be fantastic. So uh, how long have you guys been together? Uh, it's just been – it's just come up to 10 years. So we've been together quite a while, but obviously we didn't play during COVID, so no. we're out of action there. Mm-hmm. for a couple of years um yeah so it's around about the 10 year mark so the band's pretty cooking at the moment it's pretty slick so yeah um yeah whoever's listening to this podcast you need to come and check it out well definitely <laughs> and i i absolutely think so too you had one um i think it was last week or the week before but we had a gig too and i'm like ah oh, i really oh. wanted to go and come along and um you know, be part of the experience, oh, but uh, we had our you. own thing. So, oh, anyway, well, that's and nice that, that you're playing as well. Were you playing banjo? No, <laughs> <laughs> mandolin. Oh, lovely, lovely. Yes, but only for one song. But that's oh, another story. Still, you, know, yeah, you know what? You're playing mandolin. I'm impressed. I'm oh, impressed. Thank you. It's not that easy. <laughs> no, not at all. It's a very small neck. Yes. <laughs> Now, uh, so what is the, your favourite genre of music? Before you guys got this amazing venture going, what yeah. what did you like the best? Like what did you like listening to? What inspired you? What made well, you want to pick up the guitar? Yeah. Well, oh, as a child, you mean, like when I was young or well, like are we talking at, current? Any time, any time. Current. Well, when I was young, it was sort of like, um, you know, Fleetwood Mac, Credence Clearwater, America, Leonard Skinner. That's, Perfect. That's, yep. Yeah, that, that sort of vibe. Yeah. And like sort of, you know, with this with this band, we were like sort of into um, Eileen Jewell. Um, mm-hmm. She does some beautiful stuff. Los Lobos, um, Tito and Tarantula, they're a, um, a Spanish sort of rocky band, but quite... Um, Hypnotic. They've got some really, really cool guitar guitar parts going on, and, and that was the appeal with with that band because um, I just love what they do. Yeah. Uh, the Mavericks. Um, yeah. So I mean, but I, look, I like a lot of type of music. I mean, you know, I like rock music. So you know, and, and stuff with a little bit of edge. Yeah. No yeah. matter what it is, yeah. you know what I mean. So I do, yes. Yeah. Uh, now, have you got a funny story? Have you guys toured? Actually, hang on a sec. Have you guys toured? Um, yeah. So basically um, pre-COVID, we did a tour up in uh, Bris Vegas. We went Perfect. to uh, – because we played uh, Groundwater. Mm-hmm. And then we did some some dates up in Brisbane as well. So um, we've been asked to go um, to other states and to come back to Queensland, do Northern New South Wales, and do Victoria. Nice. But uh, it's just it's it's really hard. The band's really busy. Um, a lot of the guys or a couple of everyone works a day gig. So right. yeah, and also. Um, because a couple of the guys play in other bands and it's, you know, it's very hard to find a week where everyone's available to yeah. go off, off touring somewhere. Yeah. But, but um, 
it is on my radar and it was something I might look into next year. Yeah, so. I, th- I think that would work. I really do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, so you play rhythm guitar. Now, how many guitars do you have? Oh, darling, what a question to ask me. <laughs> Let me just turn around and count them all. <laughs> I quite famously <laughs> say I have seven and a bass and a mandolin and a banjo and oh. I have more than the husband. <laughs> oh, well, I've got more than my husband, that's for sure. Okay, so I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. One's getting in fixed, seven. Eight, nine, ten. Ten. And a ukulele. And a ukulele. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. And, and what is your favourite one to play? Look, do you know what? I'm going to brag. Can I brag? You can. <laughs> I own um, this beautiful um, black 1976 Les Paul Gibson. Oh, Beautiful. And it's it's in immaculate condition. It's mm. in absolutely immaculate condition. And look, it's just a like it's a bit of a show off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it probably weighs a ton. Oh, I know. Well, that's why I work out so much. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's a class guitar. It is a really class guitar. Yeah. It is beautiful. The action's really good on it. It sounds great. It looks great. It's it's awesome. But then I do sometimes play. Um, my husband's got an eighties um, slimline Telecaster. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I play that as well. So I go through stages. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a couple of Gibsons here. Um, so at the moment I'm playing the Les Paul. Um, yeah, and there's. Yeah, I just go through stages. Do any of them? Do any of them have names? No, they don't. Although they call they <laughs> they call the band calls my Gibson the Anvil of the Goddess. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. <laughs> That's. Now, what do you pair pair your guitar with on stage in the band? Is it a Fender? Is it a Vox? Is it a Marshall? Or something? It, it's a Vox. Oh, I love you even more. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Vox girl too. Oh, good. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's a classic sound, hey? Oh, absolutely. AC30? Ah, uh, 15. 15. Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah, oh, the guys would kill me if I played through an AC30. They already think that I'm, like, crazy loud. I'm like, going, turn down. Oh, yeah, you, you barely have to turn them up. And yeah, they're just like, oh, bang, I love them. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. nothing like them, that's for sure. <laughs> no. and, and do you play uh, acoustic guitar? Yeah, we've got a mate in here. I'm a, I'm actually a guitar teacher as well. So, well, there um, you go. That yeah. was my next question. Are you psychic? <laughs> Listen, I'm so, a psychic. There's only room for one psychic in this conversation. Thank you. 
Oh dear. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I, I'm looking at this lovely mason here. It's a 1980s mason. Oh, beautiful. Um, just sounds incredible. I mean, they just get better and better. Yes. With, like, it has to be like pre 2000 for a mate, though, I reckon. Yeah. Like, you know, so, some of my students have got new ones and it just, it just doesn't. They change the wood. And plus, your one, because you've played it for a while, it's all the yeah. timbers opened up and it's become yeah. seasoned. Yeah. So, yeah, it's incredible. Oh, it's got, it's got, a, it's got a beautiful, warm sound. Very, yeah. very, very nice guitar. Nice. So, and yeah. you're, you're a guitar teacher, eh? Yeah, I am. And how long have you been doing that? Um, maybe about 15 years. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. what? What um, is your business name? Maybe are you full of students at the moment, or do you need more? Or um, well, it's, it's just through word of mouth because I only do it um, on Saturdays and Monday nights, and so yeah, it's just, like I have like you'll get like sort of one lot of kids through and then they tell their mates, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so, is and they this... usually stay with me for a long, long time, like years and years. So, oh, which that's is good. Great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It's, it's really, really good. Yeah. Well, who wouldn't want to play with a god with for a gorgeous <laughs> lady who plays in a band called the Mezcal Tones. It's a spaghetti Western. I love it. Oh, I just love it. Who wouldn't want to do that? You know? Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Although I, I, I don't really look like a mezcal to him when I'm teaching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the boys would love it if you did. <laughs> I don't normally get into that those outfits. <laughs> oh, that's so much fun. Uh, I think we'll take this moment. And I'm going to insert one of your original songs into Lovely. this mix. Yeah. And this is the track called I Wanna Do It With You.
fabulous track that is. That is, I want to do it with you. So, Nerolita, what's the best live act you've ever seen? The best concert uh, you've ever seen? All right. Well, um, I have seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of shows because I used to work in record companies. Oh, cool. So, um, and I used to work in the sales team. So, we we had to go and see a lot of a lot of shows so we could push push the um the product of mm-hmm. the artist mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so i've seen a lot but can i say the most surprising show that i've ever seen uh was dolly parton oh that, really oh i'm so jealous that woman is truly an international superstar i've never ever experienced a concert like hers before ever wow and she's a very smart businesswoman oh totally totally Mm. and she was just um yeah I've never actually quite seen an artist I I mean apart from um how brilliant the show was like you know her music her music her musicians but I've never actually seen an artist that um appeared to open her heart to absolutely everybody in that venue. Wow. And take them all in. Yeah. Like she's either an incredible actress or just an incredible person. No, I um, think I think she's an incredible person and she's very genuine from yeah, what I've totally, seen. Totally. Very, very genuine. But, but hard as nails as well. Yeah, she was absolutely fantastic. So yeah. the only other um, artist I've seen who's come close to it um, would be Liza Minnelli. She was pretty amazing oh, as wow. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but s- similar sort of like um, star on an international sort of stage. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, incredible, absolutely incredible. So she she actually blew my mind because I wasn't expecting her to be that good. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, because oh, I, I I went and I thought, oh, this would be nice. This would be like, you know, I can. It'd be great to see what Dolly Parton's really like. Mm. Um, and yeah, mind blowing. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And where was that that you saw her? Wouldn't have been the Grand Old Opry because I know she's gone. She did her early career there. Yeah. No, it was at the um, old Entertainment Centre in Sydney. In Sydney. Oh. Yeah. Oh well, I yeah. certainly missed that one, didn't I? Yeah, so, and, yeah, so that's where that was. Right. She was incredible. Yeah. And and do you think being a woman in the music industry, and you've worked on the other side of it as well, how hard do you feel it is for a woman to be taken seriously in the industry? Well, I think uh, times have changed a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, sort of pre-2000, it was just like um, it depended on, you know, how good-looking you were and um, it was more face value. Whereas, like, these times, I I think it's – I think talent's got a lot more to do with it. It, It's taken more seriously Mm -hmm. than you were sort of like, you know, 20 or 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Yeah. Did you find it uh, when you started out, uh, when you were younger, a little bit, yeah. young, little bit younger, uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you did you find that um, if you joined a band, being a girl guitarist, a female guitarist, that the boys in the band kind of 
didn't take you seriously or they thought that um, they could have it over you at all? Do you know what? I was probably taking it a little bit more seriously because I was um, the front woman. Yeah, right. Yeah. So when I was playing when I was younger, um, you know, I was calling the shots a bit. Um, not as much as in this band, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I I think being I was a little bit more respected because I was actually the front woman and I was playing guitar as well. Yeah, right. That's a big thing. Big you know thing, what I mean? I think. Yeah, yeah, totally. I just wasn't some um, front woman that I could actually play and yeah. play well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think. Yeah, I think that helped a lot in my instance. But, um, yeah, I, I, you know, a, a lot of um, a lot of people want to play in a band and, you know, or they want to sing for a band. But I, I think if you're an accomplished musician, you get a little bit more respect. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, I kind of want to go back to you said you started playing at nine years old or learning at nine yeah, years yeah. old and you started performing at 13. Yeah. Would that be correct? So yeah. how did you get a gig at 13? Oh, look, it was my, my parents. I I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like they had to accompany us, accompany us to the gigs. I mean, we were really, really lucky. Like looking back on it, um, you know, my father, he bought us like, you know, electric guitars. We had quad boxes. We had... Um, you know, he bought us a PA. We had he turned um, an old glass house into a soundproof rumpus room, wow. um, and built a stage, drum riser, um, and bought a Bedford van and painted it pink because his daughters were in the band. I love and, that. Yeah, and you know, carted us around to all these shows. But it would have been him who was make, making all the bookings, not us. You know, you know, I think that's so fabulous that you've had that parental support. Yeah, totally. It was it was quite incredible actually. But it was it's it's the difference between sort of now and then, I was actually locked in my bedroom for half an hour um every day and wasn't allowed to come out until I'd done my thirty minutes practice day. I <laughs> <laughs> try doing that to a kid today. Let oh my me God. tell you, it doesn't work. No. <laughs> <laughs> However, there was um, a method to his madness, and that is oh, that you're I'm a fantastic player now. You yeah, know, and, and look what you're doing. I mean, most people yeah. can only dream of that. Yeah, you so know, look, it, it paid off, and you know, we were making cash. Yes. You know, and all kids want cash, don't yeah, they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can so. you remember? Can you remember way back then at your the first gig that you guys played? Can you remember how much you got paid? Look, do you know what? I th- I have a feeling it was about one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. Um. So it would have been like fifty dollars each. Not much different now, is it? <laughs> you know what? I was just having a conversation with another musician who said it hasn't changed really in forty years, and I'm like, <laughs> no. that's pretty. That's pretty terrible, really, because... Oh, it is. I mean, you know, we, we get paid more than $50 each. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but, but it, um, it really hasn't changed no, all that it much. Hasn't. It hasn't changed that much. It's really bad. But I think, um, yeah, I think we end up coming out with about $50 each. Yeah. And listen, for a child, that's really, really good. I know. I know. And, so, did, and did you get some kind of 
this will be an interesting question. Did you get like yeah. a jealousy or a respect from the children at school? Oh, no, they loved me. They loved me. Great. So it was just like, yeah, it was like um, you're a superstar playing in a band. Yes. So at, at that young age and playing in like a band that's actually working and making money. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. So what was the name What was the name of that first band? Oh, are you ready? Ready yeah. for this? Yeah. Alcatraz. <laughs> Why on earth Alcatraz? I have no idea. I can't remember. Could it have been getting locked in your room? <laughs> Probably. Probably I felt like I was in prison. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh, that, yeah, that's it, such a cool name. Oh, really, it, really cool. It sounds, it sounds like we should have been a metal band. And there's these yeah. two little girls playing Fleetwood Mac, Linda Ronstadt, <laughs> Creedence Clearwater. Oh, look, I think that's um, it's really, really fabulous. It really, really is. Now, did you – so it was you and your sister? Yeah. So does she play with you guys now or no? No, what does she no, do? she gave up. My little sister, so she doesn't play, but oh. it's her, her husband who plays drums. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So, do you remember being uh, nervous when you did your first gig with the live, actual live people sitting oh, in look, front I'm, of you? I'm sure I was, but I can't actually remember it. All yeah. I remember is these outfits that mother made us. Yeah, because like, mother was a seamstress. Um, oh, and basically, so you know, we were wearing uniforms back then as well. So yeah. I remember one outfit was because Ava had been on the scene and um, it was white satin harem pants, oh. a white camisole with a white bolero oh and silver <laughs> <laughs> and I did, And I didn't realise, then I sort of got a bit cooler. So I got a bit older about like, you know, at 13 and yeah. you're living in like uh, – a small, small country town in Tasmania. <laughs> just... What I would like to know is there any photos? <laughs> I have seen a couple and I think, yep. oh, my goodness. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, you know what? I think that uh, your mum uh, sewing clothes for your outfits for the show, well, that's kind of stuck with you, hasn't it? Yeah, 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 totally. Well, actually, with our <clears throat> excuse me, with our outfits. So basically, I mean, obviously the boys' shirts we just buy them online and get them, you know, from yeah, overseas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with um the outfits that Mimi and I wear, um, we'll buy sort of a basic sort of you know black tights and a black top, and then we adorn them. So basically, we'll look at pictures and and then try. And match it. We'll go to um, Spotlight or or some sort of yeah. um, and get some bling. fabric shop and, and get bling to um, put on it. And um, Mimi's mum usually does it for us. Oh, that's that's great. I was going to ask you, you a seamstress too. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I don't have time for that. Very time consuming, very time consuming. Yes, that's for sure. So when you first had that uh, little band with your sister yeah how long did you last together as a unit I think it was about three years something like that mm. yeah yeah and then I was just trying to um then I sort of had to take time out for a little while um and then I think now maybe it was just three years I can't actually remember the exact time frame mm -hmm. so um 
I went off to teachers' college, so actually I wasn't playing then, yeah. Right. So it would have been about three years. Well, so that was the next question. In between that time after with your sister, did you continue to play guitar at all? Oh, yeah, I was playing guitar just to entertain myself. But... Right, right. And was <laughs> so there not a... for anybody else. Yeah, was there a part of you that hankered for the spotlight again? Um, not really. I was quite content. But when I came to Sydney and the opportunity be, uh, became available, I was quite nervous about it. But I thought, mm, maybe. And then, yeah, went and had a couple of germs with this band. And I thought, yeah, I think I can do this again. Right. So uh, are you able to name what that band was? That band was called Works on Flesh. (laughs) It's like as in tattoos. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you have tattoos? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Who doesn't? They're so cool. Well, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so how long were you with that band for? Um. Maybe, just trying to think when Sirens got together, maybe about three years, something like that, two okay. or three years. Right. And then I played in another band called The Unabashed with my best friend. Then I played in another band called Sirens. Then I played in another band, I don't think we had a name, um, but one of the musicians was a little bit difficult, so I thought, you know what, Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to work yeah, in this yeah. band anymore. Yeah. <laughs> And then I took a yeah, and then I took a big break. Right, right. And didn't play at all. And then I thought, I'm not going to play again. And then I started playing again. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when you met your husband, yeah, uh, Cole, correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, He played guitar then or bass then? No, sorry, no. No? He was fronting. He's always fronting. Oh, he's always fronted. So he's he's a singer. Yeah. Singer only, no guitar or anything like that. Oh, no, he plays guitar when he's writing songs, but, but oh, not on okay, stage. Okay, but not on stage, yeah. right. Yeah. So, therefore, you trump him. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you think. <laughs> uh, so, when you first met him, how did that come about? Were you out seeing a band or were you introduced? Because I'm trying to work out how these. Um, Two musical people come together to create something so magnificent. All right. So have you seen that Pretenders film clip, Brass and Pocket? I absolutely have, yes. Right. That's how we met. I was waitressing and playing in rock and roll band. (laughs) (laughs) That is so cool. And he came in from band rehearsal. Yeah. After after band rehearsal and got some pizza. And I thought, hmm, who's that, honey? (laughs) (laughs) And that, they say, is history. No, what happened actually wasn't. We didn't get together for ages. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so he was, yeah, he was playing in a band. Um, we ended up supporting them one night and uh, and I didn't think much of his band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. You had some comments, did you? <laughs> Some suggestions. <laughs> Look, he, were, he was the band were really, really good. They were really slick, but just not my cup of tea. Okay, <laughs> but you thought he was pretty. pretty yeah, I thought I hot thought going. he was my cup of tea, but not yep. bad. <laughs> pretty hot going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good. I, I. Do you guys have children together? No, we have dogs. You, you know what? <laughs> They're much better. 
my God, we love our dogs. Yeah, yeah. I was just asking because um, I I wanted to know were your children musical? So, all right. And anyway, so I'm sure the doggos are musical when they're howling. They certainly are. They howl in in tune. And what are they, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, we've got English setters. So we've oh, got, gorgeous. yeah, mm. yeah. So they're beautiful dogs. I've always owned setters my oh. entire life. Oh, that's interesting. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I usually have Irish, but um, yeah, my beautiful, we had three last year, but my beautiful Rainy passed away last year. So we've got oh. um, the two boys now yeah. and they're both English setters. So. Oh, gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. Well, they're, so they're. They're um, like children anyway, aren't they? Oh, like, they're, they're well, big I know, babies. I know ours are anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're staying here. Like they don't sleep on their bed, they sleep on our bed. Oh, and, yeah. And yep. the couch, yeah. Well, it's their bed. You only sleep yeah. on their bed. Exactly. <laughs> How is there any room with two big English setters? Not much, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've got a chihuahua and I tell you what, there is not much room on the bed. <laughs> so was your mum and dad, I know you you said your mum was um, a seamstress. Was yeah. your mum or dad musical? Did they play an instrument? Did they? Uh... No, no, my mum was a good singer, but my mum's side of the family were very musical. Yeah. Um, so basically my grandpa used to sing on the radio live oh, every wow. Saturday night, which mm-hmm. is quite amazing. Yeah. Um, and his brothers uh, were all amazing guitar players. So so it, it ran through your blood. Yeah. And my, and my grandma had a really beautiful voice. Um, yeah. So the, on mum's side there were a lot of um, singers and guitarists. Oh, that's fabulous. Have you ever, like, been at a family do and all the guitars come out and everybody sings? No, because, like, um, the the musical ones, they were sort of, we didn't see much of them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah, it was my grandpa's um, brothers and so we'd see my grandpa but we wouldn't see his, uh, our great oh, okay. uncle all the time. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that happens sometimes, I guess. Yeah, totally. So, so have you got, got a funny story for me from any gig that you've been at or something you've experienced on stage or off the stage? Well, yes. Well, <laughs> uh, we were playing a show once and um, Cole uh, has this move, which is quite spectacular, I love it, um, where he he takes removes the mic from the cradle and then he holds the mic stand up really high like it's a very grandiose pose right yeah yeah yeah. um you know total rock star pose and the mic stand got stuck in the roof (laughs) 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 and he's just like trying to pull it down (laughs) and it wouldn't come down and we're all like like oh my god we're dying dying on stage and he's and he just keeps on singing away. Good on <laughs> this him. Mic, this mic stand just stuck in front of him in the roof. Oh, that so, is hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty funny at the time. So, oh. And it got obviously removed in the break, but anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're lucky you didn't pull down, like, the roof. I know. I know. <laughs> but I bet everybody thought it was part of the show. Well, totally. And that's what he usually says. All part of the show, ladies and gentlemen. All part of the show. <laughs> I love it. Have you ever had a string break on you while you're playing? 
Um, I'm just trying to think. I usually break them in rehearsal. Maybe once. Yeah. Yeah, not often, but I always have a spare guitar on stage anyway. Oh, then that's perfect. And, yeah, and basically what I'll just do um, is just play half the chord or whatever, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good because I know I've seen it happen and, and I'll just go, oh, you're pretty good keeping going. Like you don't get, people don't get phased at all and I'm thinking, oh, if it was me, I'd be going, oh, my God. Oh. Uh, yeah, no. It, it, so you can sort of adapt, I think. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. It just depends moment. what string it is. I mean, if it's if it's a high E or something, you can do you can get away with it. Yes, can, yes. Yeah. So yes. unless yeah. you're soloing and you use those, yeah. So um, then I'd probably have a heart attack. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness I don't do many solos. So it's all yeah. Good. Is that something though, as a guitarist? Um, did you only ever want to play uh, rhythm guitar or have you? Do you know you... what? In the last band before this, I played in a band, you love the name. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. It's yeah. called the Sweetie Darling Sweeties because we used to drink a lot of champagne. So... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, but anyway, I was the lead guitarist in that band. Mm-hmm. And um, so... Uh, I had to play, learn a lot of lead guitar, and I am. I, I don't feel like I'm a natural at lead guitar. I'm really good at riffs and I'm yep. really good at rhythm, but I don't feel like um, a natural at lead guitar. And I have to put in quite a lot of work to right, right. to get it, get it up to standard, and yeah. <clears throat> that's why I don't play lead guitar because I. Yeah, you've got. Yeah, you do have to put put a lot of thought into it. I mean, you my husband, it. he can, you know, jump between lead and rhythm and lead and rhythm. Yeah. And I just look at him and go, "How do you do that?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. 40 years of playing, fifty years of playing." You know. <laughs> yeah. So, well, Shango, <clears throat> he's like. I mean, Shango is such a an incredible guitar player. So it's like, you know, do I really want to play lead when I've got him on stage with me? <laughs> right, right, yeah. And, you know, sometimes and I, I like when uh, members of a band know where their their groove is and that they yeah, can totally. and that they can kind of weave in with the other members. Yeah. So, you know, but, because... you know, Shang and I do, like we've done a couple of songs with Jewel Leads mm-hmm. and stuff oh, like cool, that, cool. But, it, it, but it hasn't been really complex stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but... Yeah, so I've done a little bit, but not much. Yeah. Not much in this band, more in the other band. Yeah, cool. Well, I think, you know, what you guys are doing and what you're doing right now with uh, the Mezcal Tones is just absolutely amazing and I really take my hat off to you guys. And so where are you guys playing now? Like what's coming up for you guys? Okay, so we've got a really interesting gig coming up soon actually and it is... Just looking for the date. It's October 6th. We're playing with a Japanese band. Okay. Uh, and it's at the Duke of Enmore. Um, so if if anybody uh, wants to see Mezcal Tones in a, in a completely uh, different sort of vibe, we, we'll probably be pretty out there that night because the band that we are playing with um, are very crampsy. They've got like... Uh, female bass player, female uh, drummer, mm-hmm. uh, male lead guitarist. They wear a lot of leopard spot. Um, love it, love it, love it. <laughs> I know, I know. 
and they um, are pretty out there, really interesting, really sort of avant-garde, um, and we've been asked to play with them. So we'll be playing a bit more way out that night. Okay, and is that a ticketed gig or is it a free? No, it's free. Oh, fabulous. And it's free and it's ticketed in Melbourne and ticketed in Brisbane. So it's interesting that it's free in Sydney. It is, Uh, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. So, yeah, and then, I mean, we play monthly at the Orient Hotel. We play... um, And that's at Springwood? uh, uh, No, that's... uh, No, sorry, the one in the city. Hotel and now is... at, the, at the, Rocks. the Rocks in Sydney, okay. Yeah, yeah. And we're playing, um, oh, we play, this is a new venue we're playing. Uh, on October 14, we're playing at um, Brightly Sands RSL. Cool, cool. Yeah, we're playing, and we've got gigs coming up at Colorado Beach Club. We're playing at the Northern Beaches Music Festival, playing at the Lincoln Pin on the Central Coast. Uh, playing at the Marrickville Bolo. Awesome, um, awesome. Yeah, so there's a few shows coming yeah. up. Yeah, so what we'll do then is we'll get all your links and we'll put them in the description of the show. Uh, so Facebook, YouTube, uh, you know, to your little movie and yeah. – um, or fabulous movie, I should say. And <laughs> and because I really want everybody to get the vibe of you guys and to come along and see you and support you because I once again think you're just fabulous. And thank uh, you, you're welcome. So uh, yeah, we'll put all the links there to all of those things and all your appearances and uh, let's get you more out there. I think and let's all and right. let's get. A studio to do a movie with you guys. <laughs> I know that'd be fun. It would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, Neralita, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I've really, really enjoyed speaking with you. You're a fun gal. <laughs> My pleasure, Crystal. Thank you for inviting me. I had a whole lot of fun as well. Oh, that's excellent. Thank you very much and good night. All right, then. You take care. Bye. And here is the next track called Wouldn't Last a Day by the fabulous Mills Caltones. Shopping. 
was put at last today by the absolutely fabulous Mezcal Tones. This evening we've been joined by Nerlita. What a gorgeous lady she is and I just absolutely loved speaking with her this evening. You have been listening to Conversations with Crystal and I am your hostess Crystal. Please join us next week when we have another fabulous guest that I'm sure you all know and love and admire. Until then, please stay safe, stay happy, stay cool, stay awesome like the Mezcal Tones and stay tuned to this channel. Good night.